family. Welcome to the Hands Up, Don't Shoot podcast, where I, your host, Ashley France Howell, tell the stories of Black victims of police brutality. Welcome to, I guess I'll call it a, a bonus episode. So, you know, every week I deliver a story of one to two Black victims of police brutality. And I'm going to do that today, but I'm going to do something different. And this is in light of what's happened recently. So today is April 13th, and I had planned on releasing um, an episode about Ayanna Stanley Jones and Timothy Dwayne Thomas Jr. But I'm going to hold that off until next week. I am so, so, so disheartened and so sad about the two instances of police brutality that I have seen on the news and on social media and it's it's really bothering me and I just wanted to talk to you guys about that today. So today I'm going to sort of talk about what's happened with Dante Wright and Karan Nazario. I this is so hard for me and it's weird because you know I tell these stories Every week, I do my research, I see what happens after the fact, what happens with families, with the police officers involved, with the victims, but to see something happen back to back alongside me doing this research is like, when will it stop? Now, I know I try to be objective when I tell the stories and sometimes there is that bias towards the side of the victim but again I do try to tell the facts as I see them as I research them as I read them and what really bothered me when I first started working on this podcast was the fact that there were so many stories. When I tell you I found hundreds of names of victims of police brutality, I was taken aback. And the fact that I cover about two per episode and there's no end in sight, that's a problem. So again, I just wanted to just sort of talk about these two men and why what happened to them should not have happened at all. So the case with Dante Wright, from what I understand, he was pulled over because he was driving on an expired license plate. And 
And the footage that we see is from the body cam of Officer Kim Potter. She's the one that actually ended up shooting Dante. But we see Dante being handcuffed. And he's facing his car. And Officer Potter begins to walk up to him. Um, I'm not sure what she was doing. It looked like she had maybe just reached for his arm. And then that's when Dante had slipped back into the car. Um, They said that he was resisting arrest. And it looked like he was trying to get away. So he slipped again. He slipped back into the car. He was sitting in the driver's seat. And Officer Potter pulls out her gun. And she's yelling, taser, taser, taser. And so what bothered me is... The fact that she had her gun in her hand for so long. She should have known that that was a gun and not a taser. I'm no police officer. I, you know, I've never had a chance to handle the two at the, at the same time. But from what I understand, they look pretty different. They feel pretty different. And as an officer for over 20 years or what have you, you should know what you have in your hand. You should know where you put your gun, where you put your taser, where you put your handcuffs. If you've been doing this for that long, then you should know your belt like the back of your hand. I hate that it had to get to that point, especially since it looked like Dante had done nothing to even warrant pulling out a taser. It it looked like he was trying to get away from being handcuffed. And he wasn't the biggest guy. And so it could have taken the two of them to get him back out of the car without having to use deadly force. Dante wasn't fighting. He wasn't aiming any type of weapon at them. He was just trying to get away from being handcuffed. And he was killed for that. This is so heartbreaking. And I just hope that Dante and his family are able to get some kind of justice. I know this case is still really fresh, and so I will probably cover it at a later date. But this is just one of the cases that was weighing heavily on my mind, and I needed to talk talk about it. Now, this other case with... Lieutenant Karan Nazario. It actually happened on December 5th, but we are just learning that one of the officers has been fired. And so it's come back into 
the national spotlight and we see this body cam video and when I tell you that it is mind-blowing I am trying to wrap my head around why they treated this man like that for right now let's take away the fact that he's in his his military fatigues this man was pulled over because his license plate not being properly displayed or they couldn't find it or what have you in the body cam footage you can see the license plate taped to the window the car was brand new i'm assuming maybe he just didn't get the license plate in the position that it's supposed to be but it was still displayed lieutenant Karan had his hands up and out of the car and all of the police officers had their guns drawn on him the one that was doing all of the talking he sort of had his gun in one hand kind of turned to the side like you would see um, a gangster doing it on TV or something while he was yelling at Quran, He said, Quran said that he was scared to get out of the car and the officer told him that, yeah, you should be. What I don't understand was why was all of that necessary? Especially for what this illegal stop was for. He had a license plate that the police officers couldn't see, and I just don't understand why that warranted cops surrounding him with their guns drawn. I am thankful that that he had in his right mind to drive into a well-lit gas station so that there would be cameras and witnesses if things went um, deadly. And he also recorded it on his cell phone. And so he was taking sort of the precautions that unfortunately, are needed in this day and age. There is just so much going on in this video and so much wrongdoing. Um, There's just a lot to unpack. So what I'm going to do is play for you a news clip that includes the body cam footage and there is some commentary from the news anchor. So you'll sort of hear what's going on and they'll give an explanation of how things are going. So here it goes. We're also learning more tonight after that traffic stop involving an army lieutenant in uniform pulled over officers with guns drawn. The lieutenant, you will hear what he says to the officer explaining who he was before they then pepper sprayed him behind the wheel. Here's ABC's Steve Osinsami tonight. What are you, a specialist, Corporal? What are you? 
I'm a lieutenant. Lieutenant, get out of the car. In this police body camera video that's at the heart of a federal civil rights lawsuit tonight. Get out of the car now. Get out of the car. You hear the man behind the wheel try to explain that he's an army lieutenant and that he did nothing wrong. I'm honestly afraid to get out. Can I? Yeah, you should be. Get out. What's going on? Lieutenant Caron Nazario is black and Latino and was dressed in his army fatigues. He was driving home in this brand new black SUV in December when police in Windsor, Virginia say they pulled him over because he didn't have proper license plates. But notice right here are the temporary plates sitting in the back window. The lieutenant admits he didn't stop for about two minutes until he got to this gas station where it was well lit. And when he refuses to leave his SUV, one of the officers pulls out the pepper spray. Get out. Please relax. Get out of the car right now. Now. This is not how you treat a vet. Uh, I'm actively serving this country, and this is how you're going to treat me? Back up, I didn't do anything. Whoa, hold on. Back What's up. going on? Hold on. I just it. You see the officer who used the pepper spray now using his knees to beat the lieutenant as they push him into the cement. Why am I being treated like this? Why? You're not cooperating. Get on the ground. He was released with no charges and is suing police. In a statement, Windsor Police announced that Officer Joe Gutierrez has been fired, saying that at the conclusion of this investigation, it was determined that Windsor Police Department policy was not followed. Welcome back. I know that was, at least for me, pretty tough to hear. And I hate, hate, hate that it happened and how it escalated so quickly. And again, got to a point where there was no reason for all of that to happen. I mean, this man was pepper sprayed kicked, kneed, I mean, had guns drawn on him because he supposedly didn't have his tags properly displayed. I feel so bad for him. And again, I'm glad he did have the right frame of mind to go to an area where things would be seen. I definitely also want to cover this case at a later date. I just want to make sure that things are wrapped up. And I know as you heard in the clip, he's currently suing. And so I'd like to get to the conclusion of that. And then in a future episode, I'll cover in more detail what happened and give more background on the type of person that he is, you know, his history and his time in the army. And so with all that being said, I want you guys to please stay safe out there. Um, be aware of your surroundings, record everything. You do have the right to record but make sure you do it openly and make sure you are not violating any laws when you do so.
I love you guys and I want to thank you so much for your continued support and coming back week after week to listen to me tell these stories. Um, you can find me on Facebook by searching for the Hands Up Don't Shoot podcast group on Instagram at Huspod. And you can check out my website at www.hudspot.com. Remember, Hudspot is spelled H-U-D-S-P-O-D. Stay safe, and I'll see you next week.